Hey there, and welcome back to the Money, Mindset, and Manifestation podcast. I am your host, Tija Chanel. Welcome back to another episode, y'all. I swear, for God, I am going to make sure that we're actually uploading on Mondays. This past Monday was super, super, super busy for me. And for that reason, I was not able to get the podcast out. I don't remember what I was doing on Monday, but whatever it was, it was a really, really busy day for me. And it wasn't until the end of the day that I realized I forgot to upload an episode. My bad. Um, So before we hop into today's episode, I do want to mention yet again the Quantum Manifestor course. Now, it was brought to my attention that a lot of you all had issues checking out, and it took quite a few days for me to figure out what was going on, and I had not set up the payment processor properly. I reached out to Shopify and everything, and I was like, what in the world is going on? It was totally my fault. So I am once again going to leave the link in the show notes, and you guys will be able to Take advantage of Quantum Manifestor. Keep in mind you are pre-ordering and um, it's going to be made available on Friday. So that's in two days. You guys are going to receive it in your inboxes, okay? Or at least a link to download it in your inbox on Friday. Um, Saturday morning, 12.01 a.m., the price is going to go up to its regular price of $147. Right now, it's only $77, okay? Pre-order, for the pre-orders only. So make sure um, that you take advantage of that price before it goes up because I'm guaranteeing that it's going to go up, all right? So that's that on that. Today, I really wanted to talk about victim mentality, all right? The victim mindset because so many people are operating from that mindset and don't even realize it. Now I'm going to use one of my tribe members, something that she sent to me, um, as a start. This is going to be kind of an example. Now, again, I am not picking on this person at all. I do not want for this person to feel like I'm picking on them. I'm just using what was said, uh, what she said, because I've seen this so many times in my career as a coach, okay? Again, I'm only using it because it's it's something that I have and it's the newest thing that I have and I'm going to use that as a base for this episode. Last time I'm going to say this, I am not picking on this person because she is not alone. Okay, I used to play victim all the time where I felt like the world hated me. Everybody hated me. Everybody was against me. Right. Everything that went wrong in my world was somebody else's fault. Okay, so I'm going to break down her text and I'm going to take it line by line. All right. So if you are not a part of the text tribe, you are missing out because I literally text every single day, tips, motivation, inspiration, all of the things. So again, check out the the show notes if you're interested in becoming a part of the tribe. 
All right. So I sent this and it says, the one who masters their energy receives everything. I'm going to read it again. The one who masters their, I read it wrong the first time. Now that I'm reading it again, (laughs) the one who masters their own energy receives everything. The one who masters their own energy receives everything. And when I sent that, I asked, I said, do you all agree? Let me know. And she replied by saying, mostly. And then I replied to her by saying, why mostly? Because I really do love to get into the minds of everybody. I want to know why your mind works the way that it works. Why do you believe what you say you believe, right? Um, I'm, I'm just very intrigued in that way. Okay. So she says, maybe it's just how I interpreted it. But it makes it seem like you won't ever experience hardships or blockages once you master your energy, which I don't believe is true. Okay. So first and foremost, a lot of the blockages that we all have, they come from many different places, right? A lot of those blockages come from ourselves couple different reasons for that. It could be because there's something that you may or may not know that needs to be healed. There's some trauma there and you're choosing not to heal it, or you just flat out aren't aware of it. Okay. Blockages come from many different places, but when you have this victim mentality, like woe is me all the time. Oh, it's somebody else's fault. We put up our own walls. Therefore, we create blockages within ourselves. Self-sabotage, okay? Procrastination is or creates blocks as well because procrastination comes from where? Fear. And speaking of procrastination, you guys definitely want to make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. Because on Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, Karika and myself, we are going to be teaching a webinar on procrastination and self-sabotage. So you guys, if you deal with procrastination, self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, you definitely want to tune into that webinar Again, it's going to be streaming from my YouTube, which is at TJ Chanel. You guys want to tune in if you don't catch it live. Um, not sure if we're going to keep the replay up, but on my channel, but I will definitely let you guys know how you can watch the replay if I don't leave it there. Okay. Moving on. Mastering my own energy won't solve all the issues within the world or control how other people act. No, it won't. It will not change the issues in the world. This quote was not even touching on that at all, okay? Um, No, it's not going to change the world, unfortunately, right? It would take a huge collective to really shift our energy at the same time to really bring about real change in the world, right? We can only control what we can control. 
And what we cannot control is what's going on in the world around us. But what we can control is how we receive it and how we experience it. Okay. We cannot control how other people act. No, but I'm here to tell you, and I go deep into this in the course, your self-concept is everything. How you treat yourself, how you speak to yourself, and how you set boundaries will definitely alter how a person treats you, okay? So if you're going around saying that everybody treats me amazingly, everyone treats me like a queen, everyone respects me because I respect me first. When you go around with that mindset, and those are the things that you're speaking over yourself then the outside world changes. Remember, okay, whether you believe this or not, just roll with me, right? So a lot of people say we are living in a matrix and we are creating our own reality in our mind and it projects into our experience, right? So let's say that that's true. Everybody, let's believe that for three seconds, okay? Then that means you can change how you perceive things. You can change the experiences that you're having day to day. If you create them in your mind first, if you are seeing people coming to you and treating you well, treating you kind, right? Then that is going to be the reality that projects. Okay. So before I get off on a tangent, I'm going to continue to read. It isn't going to rid me of experiencing systematic oppression I won't be immune to racism or fat phobia by mastering my energy, but you will be though. We are so powerful and so fucking creative. We are literally creating our experiences and our reality. So because you, you have this thought that you are being oppressed, right? You are experiencing people being fat phobic and racist towards you because you speak that because that's what you expect to happen. That's exactly what you are experiencing. I can sit here now for no, not even three seconds. Will I sit here and say that racism isn't a thing? It most definitely is a thing as black people and people of color we are haunted, right? We have been viewed for centuries as being less than just because our skin is darker than white people's. I'm not going to deny that at all, not even for a second. That's a very real thing, right? But on the flip side of that, I can honestly say that I haven't in my adult life experienced any racism. Thank God, right? None of that. I don't care enough about what people think about me, how I look, how I speak, or anything else. Like it does not bother me, right? Have I been called a nigger before? Yes. Yes, by a Hispanic girl in the mall. Was I bothered? No, that word doesn't bother me, right? So it's all in how you receive it. 
It's all in how you receive it. I just let the shit go. I really, really do. And I know that people discriminate for many different reasons. Weight is another one. I get it. But we, I really just feel like we have to let go of that. When you are comfortable in the skin that you're in, right? If you're not suffering from insecurities, then none of that is going to bother you. It's just like, whatever. Okay, whatever, right? Um, so continuing on. So I will, I will, so I will still sometimes receive mistreatment or be denied access to something based on discrimination, which I will have to overcome. Again, what you speak is what happens, right? It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because you literally just said, so I will still sometimes receive mistreatment or be denied access. Yeah, you will. If that is how you think, and if that is what you're saying, that's literally what you're speaking over your life. Those are literally the experiences that you are calling in. It's just like when people say they're broke. They say it all the time. They're broke. They don't have enough money. They can't get a better job or whatever the case may be. And so it is. Yeah. Don't sit around saying you're broke all the time or complaining about the lack of money that is in your life and then wonder why you don't have enough money. Don't sit around bashing men or women, whatever you prefer, right? Saying that they're no good and they're just that and a third and then wonder why you don't have love in your life. Like we can't do that. We can't be victim right? We, we cannot be in that mode because playing victim is just going to get you more of the, the experiences that you're already having. Sometimes you have to take a look in the mirror and say, Hmm, is this coming from me? I did a reading for a lady yesterday for my first time reading for her. And she literally said, <laughs> After so many things kept coming up in her reading, she was like, damn, maybe it's me. (laughs) Maybe it is me. Yeah, sometimes. Listen, the reason I'm not bashing, I don't want nobody to feel judged. Please don't, because I was there. I was there 10 years ago, 11 years ago. What year is this? About 10 years ago. I was there. Everything that went wrong in my life was somebody else's fault. It wasn't my fault. I was not holding myself accountable. I was not being responsible for my own choices. It was my choices that got me into a lot of the situations that I was in. I made shitty decisions, horrible choices. And then I and my children had to suffer because a lot of the decisions that I made. I could not blame anybody else. For the things that were going on. It was all me. A lot of the things that I had attracted into my life was because of my negative woe is me mindset. 
Y'all have heard me say this many times before. I always saw the glass half empty. It was never half full. Never. If you told me it was a beautiful day, beautiful sunny day, the, the skies are crystal clear and blue, I would find something negative to say about it. And I really saw nothing wrong with it. I would say I was just being real. I'm just being real. I'm a realist, right? I'm a realist. If I said this was going to happen, boom, see, that's exactly what I said was going to happen. No, I spoke it into existence. (laughs) I'm not a prophet. I wasn't predicting the future. I was speaking it into existence. Okay. I suffer from depression. I was very, very down, very, very low all the time because there were so many things that I was holding on to. There were so many things that traumatized me growing up and I never dealt with them, right? When you, when you are unhealed and you, and you're dealing with unhealed trauma it's going to manifest, it is going to manifest in one way or another. Promiscuity, promiscuity. Am I saying that word right? I feel like I'm not saying it right. Basically, when you become a hoe, <laughs> that is one way that you are operating from a traumatic place. That was me as a kid. Now, I ain't sleep with that many people now. Don't get it twisted. But I was a teen mom, as you guys know. And I was looking for love from guys because I had issues with my father. My father was a great man. And when he was around, he was a great father, but he was sick. He was an alcoholic. And, um, therefore he wasn't really there that often. So I was seeking love from people who damn sure couldn't love me. But that was a thing. So the trauma and the hurt and the pain is going to manifest in one way or another. So that was one of the ways. And becoming a victim, right? Because really what you're saying is this person, my mom, my dad, my aunt, my grandmother, somebody in my childhood hurt me so badly. And in that moment, a part of me died and stayed in that moment. That little girl, that little boy is still unhealed still sitting somewhere cowering in the corner waiting to be healed right and because that part of you is back there in the past in that moment where the trauma happened you haven't dealt with it right so it's going to start to manifest and you're going to lash out and you're going to blame people the wrong people for doing something to you that they didn't really do Right. They didn't, it's just, it's just all in how you perceived it. Something someone said to you or did to you triggered you and reminded you of a moment in the past, a moment in time where you were hurt, where you were traumatized by somebody that you trusted, somebody that you love, but you're not healed from that. You haven't dealt with it. And I know some of you are like, yeah, I remember when X, Y, and Z did this to me, but I, I, I forgave them. Forgiving is not all that you have to do sometimes. Sometimes you got to go a little bit deeper. 
Sometimes you got to do a little bit more work to really uproot that trauma and that pain. So if you feel like you are operating from a victim's space, right? A lot of us have been victims to abuse, victims to sexual abuse, victims to um, neglect, victims to rejection, right? Again, and we allow that to continue to play out in our day-to-day lives by blaming other people that ain't got shit to do with it based on this trauma that we have not healed. Hopefully I'm making sense. Okay. I used to be that girl. I used to be that girl. And in 2012, I ended up, I told you guys this story. I don't know if I shared it on the podcast though, but I've definitely shared it in my lives and on my YouTube channel. Um, in 2012, October, I was, um, suicidal and I attempted suicide for the last time. Thank God I have not dealt with this since then, but I was broke (laughs) and I had allowed this guy to come into my life and wreak havoc and bring me down to my knees. Okay. This is the second time I allowed this to happen. Um, different guy, same situation, right? So I didn't have a lot of money. I kind of remember only having $5 to my name. And I had planned this out. I had called my other kids who were with my mom. I called the twins' father. Carmen D. wasn't here yet. Um, I called the twins' father, and I asked him to keep the twins for the weekend. And I went to the 99-cent-only store, and I bought a bunch of, uh, well, not a bunch because I only had $5, but I bought the off-brand NyQuil, and I think off-brand Benadryl. And um, I took it all. And one thing about cheap medicine is it is strong AF. Because you just don't really know what's in that shit. Right? Who knows? Um, but I went to my car and I'm literally crying. I am crying um, big tears. Like, I am... You know, the cry where you can, you're hypoventilating and you can barely breathe. Um, It was that. And I I think I wrote a letter. I'm not sure, but I kind of think that I did. And um, I drank the liquid of the the night, the fake NyQuil and took, I downed the pills with the NyQuil, right? And um, I sat there and I just waited. And I began to get really, really drowsy really sleepy. And then my ex-husband now, he was able to track my location via my iPad. I don't know where the hell my phone was at the time, but he was able to track my location with my iPad. And, um, he called the, he was trying to reach me and I, I guess I just wasn't answering. And so he ended up calling the cops in the ambulance and they came and tried to wake me up. Couldn't wake me up. And, uh, so they took me to the ER, they had to, uh, wake me up and, um, told me to drink this charcoal. Y'all know how it goes. Right. And then from there I was sent to a behavioral center 
And this is where people were with real challenges, real mental issues were. And uh, it was very sobering. If nothing else, it was extremely sobering. And it was in that time, I was there for 11 days. It was in that time, in those days, that um, I realized that my issues weren't that bad. I felt like everything that I was going through, I could fix, right? So with that being said, um, that was the beginning of being there really made me face myself. And it really made me look in the mirror and ask myself, where is this coming from? Right. And I even had a therapy session um, and she was asking me, she said, well, you know, who, who hurt you? <laughs> Basically, who hurt you? And of course, I went through the whole spiel of, you know, what I felt like my mom did, what I felt like my ex did, what I felt like my dad did. And I was really hung up on them never apologizing. And she said to me, she said, if they never apologize, are you not going to live because of it? And that was a, it was, that was the turning point. Now it still took me about another year or so to really start doing the work, the inner work, right? As they say, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear, right? And so in that moment, I wasn't exactly all the way ready to do the healing work that was necessary. But that time did come about a year and some change later. And um, I started reading books and y'all know the story from there. Most of y'all know the story from there. So my whole point of this episode is to have you guys or challenge you all to really look in the mirror and ask the things that are happening to me. The reason my money looks funny, the the reason my life, my love life, excuse me, the reason my love life is not where I want it to be, the reason my health isn't where I need it to be, the reason my lifestyle isn't the way I need it to be or want it to be, is it because of me? Am I the problem? Just like my client from yesterday said, well, maybe I'm the problem. (laughs) Maybe I'm the issue. Right. And it takes a big girl and a big boy to really acknowledge that. And I had to do that. And it was not easy for me. Another pivotal thing that I remember is my daughter told me that I was always a negative Nancy. And I I don't remember what was said what I said to make her say that, but we were getting in the car, we were about to go to the store. And that's what she turned around and said to me. And I was like, wow, wow, that, that kind of stung, right? But I didn't fuss at her or come at her for saying that because in that moment, I knew that was true. I knew very well that it was hard to be around me. It was hard to want to be around me, you know, because I was always so negative. I don't care what positive thing someone would have said, I would have found a way to make that moment negative. So look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, am I the problem? Look at, like I said, all areas of your life 
and really acknowledge your contribution to the negative experiences that you've had. Okay. So I hope that this episode helped. I know that it probably is going to be um, shocking to some of you all. It may sting a little bit, but know that I'm not coming for anybody. I'm not, you know, being mean or anything like that. I wish that I would have had a teacher Chanel in my life 10 years ago. Somebody to really show me how I really was. Right. Because I feel like maybe I would have started to grow a lot sooner and change and shift my mindset a lot sooner. OK, so as I mentioned early on in the podcast, in the episode, I talked about your self-concept and how changing your self-concept can really change all of your experiences. Right. It, it it may sound very far-fetched. It may sound very unbelievable, but trust me, I don't teach you guys anything that I haven't already implemented into my own life. I only share with you all tips and strategies that I know have worked for me, okay? So like I said, we go real, real deep into self-concept work um, in Quantum Manifester manifestation simplified. Okay. So make sure once again, you check out the show notes and get signed up while it's still at the pre-order price. Again, thank you guys so much for joining me today and sharing this space with me today. I really hope that you got a lot out of it. Okay. And until next time, go out and manifest some epic shit.